Welcome to Unleashed at Work and Home, the show dedicated to helping veterinarians, vet techs, dog trainers, shelter and rescue workers, pet sitters, and all the other animal-crazy pet professionals manage their stress and find more joy. I'm your host, Colleen Pilar, and I'm thrilled you're here with us today. Make sure you hit the subscribe button on your favorite app so that you won't miss a single episode. This episode is brought to you by our free community, the Circle of Resilient and Thriving Pet Professionals. If you like the ideas shared here, then you're invited to continue the conversation with other lifelong learners in the community. You can find out more at colleenpilar.com slash community. It's the perfect place for you to learn cool stuff, feel good, and take action to create the life you love. Come join us. Hi, my guest today is Jen Shryock, the founder of Family Paws Parent Education, which is an organization dedicated to helping pet professionals support families with children and dogs, which is such a special special niche, of course, one that I have a particular passion for, but that's not what we're talking about today. Today, I invited Jen to come on the show and talk with me about pain. I mean, really, who doesn't want to talk about pain? <laughs> But Jen was brave, and she said she would come on and share some thoughts um, about pain because we had been talking about it offline a little bit lately. So, Jen, you've been going through a real tough time lately. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Right. So this last year has been interesting, and I've had some different situations that have led to nerve pain, like serious nerve pain. So last year it was a radial nerve issue, and now I have a herniated disc. So it's just been – it's 2020 – these things happen, right? Um, and so that has led to excruciating pain and serious pain, which is, you know, very uncomfortable. <laughs> very uncomfortable, yeah. And nerve pain seems like its own special kind of torture, at least in my experience. I've had muscle pain and other kinds of pain, but nerve pain is the one I would like to have least. It's um, really hard to manage emotionally and physically. How has your experience with that been? I I agree with you. Um, This, when it was in my hand, it felt um, like I just kept saying, you know, like, you know, I I mean, it was that like toothache pain in my wrist um, that would never stop and would shoot up my arm. So that was excruciating. This, however, um, has been even more so. And the, the way that I have it, it goes down my rear and into my legs. Um, so it's, it's interesting to me, this whole thing has been kind of interesting along with awful, um, is that you don't know how bad nerve pain is until you really have it. And then other pain, like, I I had some, uh, I had steroid shots that helped with the nerve pain. And, you know, a a week ago, I would have told you my back doesn't hurt, the local site. Now I'm going to tell you that is the worst thing. It's like a ball of fire in my back. But the nerve pain down my legs has subsided because of injections. So you don't realize how bad it is because your whole body is ramped up and, um, that's been really kind of interesting to me because uh, as I've seen one thing get sort of resolved, I see, wow, I was having pain in this other part of me, but 
boy, is it really ramped up now and I can feel it. So I don't know. It's, you get rid of, it's whack-a-mole right <laughs> right now. It, it um, is. But yeah. September 17th, I hope to capture that damn mole. But anyway, um, <laughs> <laughs> and, and really whack them. So I'm grateful in so many ways for, you know, for oddly for this experience, but also too that I do have hopefully um, an end in sight via surgery, but um, many people don't. And this, this has really made me think and reflect on that. Um, Yeah. So So let's talk a little bit more about that gratitude because that's come up a, a few times in our conversations where you, where you have said, I'm just so grateful for so many things. And I think, isn't that amazing and marvelous that she's in so much pain and the Mm -hmm. words she's putting out in the world are, things are wonderful in so many ways. Yes, I have pain and I'm very grateful. So can you tell us a little bit about that? Well, I am really grateful. I have so many things around me that outside of my pain, which is, I think, so important to think about is what is, what my pain doesn't define me, right? There's a whole lot of parts of me. And so because of this pain, I've been forced to slow down, (laughs) Um, whether I like it or not. And slow down, you know, sometimes not get out of the bed, not move, literally slow down. Your body has a funny way of doing that sometimes. Um, and, And, you know, that part has been frustrating, but also has forced me to also look at it from, okay, and now what? Um, I Ironically, I had a, a day that I was just sitting and, and crying. And um, at the beginning of this, I all I could think about was my mom who had MS. And, and she lived in a constant state of what I imagine as pain. Um, I don't know her pain. Um, you know, when you asked me to do this, I thought, well, I'm not you know, I, I often have relief from pain. So who am I to talk about pain? Um, I think we define it in funny ways too. Um, but my mom had chronic pain and I thought I understood until, you know, I really felt like I understood when I could not walk to the bathroom by myself, could not stand up straight, could not and cannot do certain things. So it's forced me to relate and to feel things that are really uncomfortable. And, and that creates fear. And I was sitting here one day with my husband talking to him. And as I often do, cause I tend to fall apart a lot. That happens. Um, crying is not unfamiliar to Jen Shryock. Um, <laughs> I feel things deeply, but I was having a moment um, early on when I, when I wasn't able to walk. And, um, and I was crying to my husband who often does not know how to handle such deep, raw emotion. He's great. He's great. I, that's not a, I'm not meaning that as a criticism. It's just not his area of comfort. And my daughter walked in the room and I was saying, but what if I don't get my ability back? What if I can't walk? What if I can't, what, what if, and my 11-year-old said, well, that's why we're not going to talk about what if right now. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about what you can do, what you're able to do, and what you're going to do. And, and it, it stopped me dead in my tracks for several reasons. And I think just about hit my husband upside the head like, huh, wow, there's a response. And, and she was right. She was right. 
and um, she was really right. And I, and I, I thought, you know, wow, okay, so maybe you should be talking to Kelsey Ann. Um, but seriously, I it 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 was a good point, and because it is it is hard, and so I really had to step aside myself and say, okay, what are all the things I'm so grateful for? Now, even though my legs are not working with me right now, I am grateful that they possibly will when I'm done with this, right? I'm grateful that I have that opportunity. I'm grateful that I'm able to strength build. I'm grateful I'm grateful for all those things. So even though I'm grateful they're there, right? They're a part of my physical being. Um, and so it really forced me to stop and be very, very grateful. Um, I've had more creative time during this time, I guess, you know, when you're stuck in bed. I mean, I, I keep thinking, God, I need to open, I need to listen to an audio, you know, I love audiobooks. I need mm-hmm. to listen to audiobook or binge on housewives. And do you know, I've done none of that. I've been <laughs> so productive, um, just in a creative sense. So I don't know. And that is hugely to be grateful because you and I have had the conversation about burnout as well. And you know that even a year ago, I might've told you I'm done. I'm done. I have nothing more to give. I'm done with family pause. I'm not sure what I'm going to do, what, you know, so, but now I have felt so recharged and so in a good space and I don't know. So I am in a very, very good place despite what is happening to my body. Yeah, which is amazing and profound. And there are several pieces in there that, that I'd like to, to touch on. Um, first, you said in the beginning, you were like, well, I don't, I'm, I'm not sure why you'd want to talk to me because other people have it worse. And, and that's true. And we often get ourselves sort of stuck in this like suffering Olympics of like, right. well, my pain is real, but it's not as much as their pain. And so maybe I can't focus on my pain or pay attention to my pain. And, and that's so debilitating for us when we do that, because we should be just trying to alleviate pain wherever we can and, and acknowledging and honoring the, the painful experiences others have, even, even when other experiences may be more. So I'm very grateful to you that you were willing to come and talk about this because this is not an insignificant amount of pain that you have. And yes, there are people who physically have it worse, but there are so many people who have it better and we don't need to be in a competition about that. And I had a number of years ago, um, some nerve pain in my back that is what I'm using as my frame for trying to understand yours. And that was horrific. And it had days where my legs felt weak, but I never had the level that you've had, which is that you, you weren't even able to rely upon your legs, but I was blinded by this and incapacitated in tiny little ways, like rolling over would take me, Yes. A minute to two minutes because I had to do it millimeter by millimeter. And it was so painful. And my husband would sometimes say, like, do you want me to push? And I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> Don't no, no. come near me. Don't <laughs> touch me. Nothing. Because the only yeah. thing in your body, you have to do this beautiful little dance that says eh, a little too much. No, 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 no. Yeah. Yeah. 
It's Pat. And that was, that was where it was. So that at my worst point, when I'm assuming it herniated or extruded or whatever the heck it did in there, um, I've never seen the look on my husband's face like I did other than when I was in transition during, you know, with, during childbirth with no medication, like when I was in that point of, oh my gosh, but that was fleeting. Like that was really fast as transition is. This was um, a long time, a long time. And, you know, it was, and I didn't know it was happening to me. So I was like, do I go to urgent care? Well, no, I can't even imagine getting to urgent care. I can't get downstairs, let alone urgent care what do you do? Like, what do you do? So, so it was, it was there. I had my daughter's 11 year old birthday in my bed. Mm-hmm. How pathetic is that? So like, you know, I, I mean, for me, it was like, holy cow, we had big plans to do a family um, project together. And I had to scrap the whole thing. So along with the physical pain, it's been a lot of emotional pain that, that the can, I wish I could, I can't, making excuses or having to ask for help, which, oh, you know, nobody likes doing that. So anyway, so likes it's, doing that. it's a journey. I've yeah. had no choice. I've had no choice. And I've had to be extraordinarily grateful and graceful as much as possible because it ain't pretty. You know, I'm having to ask my husband to help me get dressed or whatever. And that's where I was. So, um, yeah. Yeah, he makes all my meals because I can't stand long enough. Before, I couldn't stand. I couldn't get downstairs. It was probably two weeks. But now, now I'm doing what I can. But, yeah. That's a lot. And when you were talking about Kelsey Ann um, helping you to to reframe your focus from future projections to now, that's hard to do. We spend a lot of our time either shooting ourselves into the future and worrying about what might come or throwing ourselves into the past and regretting things or replaying things or what if I had done that differently or did I remember to? All of those thoughts. So our brains are really busy not being in the present. And in that moment, she was able to help you come back to like right here and now. And what's amazing in that is that you were able to see right here and right now, I'm in a lot of pain mm-hmm. and yeah. many things are good. What do you think gives you that ability? Well, the word resilience comes to mind. I, I don't, I don't know. I'm wearing the shirt mind over matter. Mind Maybe. over matter. <laughs> mind over matter. That's why I put it on today. Um, I, I don't know. I think I've had a lot of different obstacles and challenges that I've had choices. You're either going to, you're going to get through this, but how do you want to be on the other side? You know what I mean? Do you want to shine through this or do you want to muddle through this? And there's a part of me that struggled with that because I've been kind of physically at the lowest in my life Um, to not be able to do anything around my house has been insane. So to still be able to, how can I still be positive, even if it's from my bed, <laughs> has has been really hard. And so I've had to create tiny little steps of success. You know, every week do my pot my online live. Every week, you know, I still have, I st- I still can do my my stuff. It just I have to adapt 
how I'm doing it. And I have to take it small bits. So because I've got to lay down, I've got to, I've got to allow myself. I'm really bad. I actually hit a wall before I was diagnosed with this. I was, um, I had spent all day doing recordings, you know, it was the beginning of the quarantine and I spent all day recording and everybody was in the mindset of, you know, I think I was with everybody like, Oh, got to get everything online. I've got to do these things. And I sat at my computer and by golly, I was going to get, I had a goal and it was unreasonable. The goal, imagine that. They always are. <laughs> and I was going to get it done. I was going to get it done. So I got it done. But then my daughter, I had to fill out a form for her and um, I'm legally blind. So the computer and me and forms, I, I think you've experienced this with me in the past. I am not. <laughs> forms, the word is an aversion to me. Charts, graphs, my goodness, no. Um, I, can, I, I have a really hard time with it. So I was already trigger stacked from spending a day uploading and putting a course online. Then I... And, and visually tapped out. And then I added to that form at the end of the day and I was trying to do it. And again, I, I got so frustrated. I started to cry and get upset. And, and I, because I was in pain, I was in mm-hmm. so much pain, but I was going to do it. And I was going to reward myself with laying down after I finished it. And my daughter said, mom, you need a timeout. And, you know, and I said, I mean, begrudgingly, yeah, I, I went and did that. I didn't know I had herniated my disc at that point. Um, so, but we're hard on ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> we're hard on ourselves. And my, I had a friend from high school who also is a, a plays the role of a lawyer for me now with my business stuff. And um, plays the role. He is a lawyer. But anyway, <laughs> he's still my friend from high school. And he said to me, I asked him something the other day, the other day, and he said, you're complicating things, Jen. You're just complicating things. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> me? I never do that. And he's like, you can't think about all the what ifs. And I'm like, now this is twice. I've heard this message. <laughs> there must be some truth to this. So it's true. You can stay present and presently, I'm grateful I can stand in the shower. Now, I know I talked to you at one point where I was grateful just to have my physical body parts to shower. Now I'm able to actually stand in the shower for a shower. So I don't know. Sometimes you have to take those small little bits, and it's really hard to go in this moment. I can be grateful for that, even though it's tiny. You've got to mm-hmm. be grateful for the tiny steps to get to the bigger steps, I think. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that there's a real beauty in looking for tiny gratitudes. That's uh, that's always been something that I've been attracted to because I think that we tend to be pretty aware of our big gratitudes. Um, but when we look and go in, when we zoom in tight and say yeah. like little tiny things, what am I grateful for? It's just overwhelming how many things there are that we can be grateful for. Yes. Gratitude runs a risk here, um, you know, with that toxic, 
toxic positivity and look on the bright side. And so, so if when you were in pain, I were to say to you, well, Jen, you really have a pretty great life. I mean, you know, you have this lovely family and your husband's being so supportive. That would not have necessarily been helpful to you in that moment. And yet when you were able to make that shift on your own and say to yourself, there are things here. Um, and it's, it's amazing, actually, that your daughter was able to help you navigate that line, because perhaps if your husband had, even with the best of intentions, that might not have You're flown right. quite the same way. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and also, too, it's been, so when I say a learning and growing process, there's been a part of me, because I, I did have somebody kind of say, um, I was talking about something, because it's not just been this, it's been, you know, <laughs> crazy on a lot of fronts right now. Um, and, and I did have someone say, well, but you know, you, you have this, you know, kind of do that to me. And I actually was able to say, hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. That's not validating me right now. Right now in this moment, I'm, I'm having a hard time. And, and, Sometimes it's great to be devil's advocate or say that, but right then that wasn't helpful, you know, and, and it's been a process for friends too, because I mean, I I don't know, you know, so I've been able to receive that. Wow. You know, instead and, and stand up for myself too, in that, yeah, right now it is hard. And there's a lot of other things, you know, I don't know. I'm uncomfortable in that hard. (laughs) I'm definitely uncomfortable in that hard. But I also know that it's that sometimes you're in that place where it's hard. You know, sometimes you're in the pits. But you know, there there's a lot of things in there. I think I posted this on your wall. There's a lot of good things. I don't know. There's a lot to explore in those darkest places as well. And you, you know, sometimes I just I think being able to say. I understand other people. I understand all these experiences. I'm not in any way saying I'm not grateful. I am so grateful. But right now in this moment, I'm having a difficult time. And that doesn't mean in five minutes it's going to be difficult. It means right now. And, you know, can you be in that with me Um, just for a little bit? I don't like uncomfortable for long. Um, I like humor. I like laughing. I like moving on very quickly. Um, and I think when you ask me what has led me to this point, I think I've had to learn that I've had to kind of, you know, I can't, I, I don't know. I don't like using excuses. I do sometimes, of course we all do, but I try really hard to step back and go and fix it mode. Why is this happening to me? What can I do about it? How can I improve as a person overall so that I don't get to this place again, or I'm better equipped if I should get in this place again. Well, two traits I've always admired about you are, first off, your willingness to acknowledge what is hard, that so often people just run from what's hard. And it's sort of like you said that uh, when, when the injection relieved the nerve pain, then you realized your back was hurting. Sometimes people are very busy going, I'm fine, I'm fine, I'm really fine, that they're not even really aware of what is so hard. And then secondly, your ability to be really curious about it. What's in this moment 
right now and and how can I use it? And that doesn't change the fact that it's hard, but it changes so much your attitude and perspective and your ability to move through the hard because every life is going to have hard parts. Every single life. None of us gets to have the easy life. But when we go, wow, this is hard. And when you said to your friend, I hear you, but right now Mm -hmm. that doesn't help me right now. I need someone to, to hear me say this is hard and to understand that it really is hard. That is so powerful to be able to stand up for for your needs in that way and to acknowledge that just to be just to be seen and mm. have someone bear witness with you in that difficult moment would help ease you just a little bit. Oh um, my god. I admire that about you. Well, thank you because that's a new skill. <laughs> that's a new <laughs> that took a lot of courage and and it felt like you know, it was it was really great because um I love friendships and I have, I have many of these where you're safe enough to explore those new kinds of feelings and say, okay, all right, I hear you, but that's not helpful to me right now. And, and maybe, maybe, maybe this isn't a call, a a discussion for us, but here's what I need. So being able to kind of dissect that and say, it was incredibly awkward to say, yeah, mm mm-hmm. I get it. And there's a million people with all these other issues. I understand that. So for me, that was a big deal. That was a big deal because usually I would just allow that to go on. So saying I understand and, and, and moving forward and then us actually reflecting later um, was a big thing. And so I appreciate having friendships in my life that we can say, holy cow, Maybe we, you weren't in it for validating my feelings at the time, but holy cow, you helped me to stand up for myself and say what my needs were in that moment, which was almost a bigger lesson. <laughs> so it was really kind of cool. I mean, it's been, it's, been, it's been a really incredible learning process in going through this. Um, yeah. You know. yeah. Yeah. And, and someone with really good intentions can um, – try to, you know, help you move towards something more positive yeah. really quickly. And I have a podcast episode on something called active constructive responding and how sometimes when someone will share some news or share a thought and someone kind of veers off a little too quickly mm-hmm. that we feel unheard and we feel um, almost dismissed or negated but that was not the person's intention at all. And so for you to be able to have that conversation with your friend and really see that this is a friend, this is someone who had good intent um, and to be able to uh, maintain the relationship, but actually strengthen the relationship as a result of this. So many of us avoid saying anything because we wouldn't want to hurt someone's feelings, but then we just feel distant. Yep. And And we had the courage to wander in. Yeah. No, I did. And uh, that's not something that's easy. And it's not easy for anybody. Um, right. You know, but again, when I think about gratitude, too, in this moment, I mean, Colleen, you and I were supposed to be going to Germany. We were. <laughs> we were supposed to be going to Germany. If it weren't 2020, as it is, um, and in, in how 2020 has rolled out for us, this could have been, Wow really a weird situation. The other thing is my husband is home. He's home working. 
um, my daughter's home. My daughter, my other daughter was home. You know, um, so in many ways, if this were to happen, one, it's summer and it's humid and disgusting out in North Carolina and there's bugs that are waiting for me and really disappointed I'm not going out there so they can feed. <laughs> I think, are just, yeah, not happy. Um, and two, it's humid and hot and sunny, which doesn't agree with me to begin with. Um, so I'm grateful that it's not my favorite season. It's not fall. It's not spring. It's, it's, it's hot and humid, disgusting summer. (laughs) So I hibernate anyway. Um, and my husband is home. Thank goodness he is home to be able to wait on me hand and foot. (laughs) (laughs) Thank goodness he is. Oh goodness. But seriously, you know, it, it, there, there is, and, and believe me, every day that goes goes by with this i've been like holy cow if this were a year ago wow could have been really really bad yeah so well i'm glad that you have a date for your surgery and i'm hopeful that 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 all will go very smoothly for it for you so from the perspective of of pain and recognizing that we all have pain some of us have physical pain some of us have emotional pain at various times in our life we will have different pieces but Mm -hmm. knowing that we all have pain and knowing that your pain has helped you feel grateful and see more and understand your own resilience what would be one of your thoughts or wishes for all of the listeners with regard to pain that they don't run from it, that they kind of embrace it and allow themselves time to acknowledge it and then put it, you know, acknowledge it, acknowledge it and get in with it. But then, you know, also embrace everything else that is who they are, who they are. You know what I mean? So that doesn't define them. They are the people that they are and their gifts expand beyond their pain in the moment and we need all of their uniqueness to shine and that's what i encourage and and that's my wish is to get to that point and be able to do that yeah and that's true for all of us we're always working and moving in that direction and some days we'll do it well and some days we won't do it as well but we're all going there (laughs) and that's okay and that's okay too and i think journaling and doing whatever releases it for you. I started acupuncture. That's just another thing that was for me because there was limited things to do. What gift could it give me? That was a gift I could give me. And I think allowing that too, you know, so, so yes, being able to do those things, but also giving yourself grace for when you fall apart, because I think every day I have an allocated fall apart time sometimes scheduled sometimes not yesterday morning it was first thing in the morning um those things happen and that's okay it's part of it yeah don't be scared (laughs) that actually reminds me of of another thought where um, i was talking to a woman who was going through really difficult circumstance and she was very busily holding it together and Mm. Once a day, she was kind of having the fall apart time. But for the most part, from the outside, you wouldn't see everything that was going on for her. And she judged herself a little bit about this fall apart time. And instead of saying, wow, I'm amazing at all I'm getting done, and I'm only falling apart once a day, look at me, I'm a rock star. She was saying, I can't believe I'm falling apart every day. 
I can't believe I'm such a mess. And I think there's a real value in, in allowing yourself and being self-compassionate enough to say, this is part of it. Sometimes we yeah. fall apart. Sometimes we need to just stop, take a break and cry it on out. And then, you know what, you get back up and you do what you can. And in different moments, that might mean you get back up and you cancel all your appointments. That's what yeah. you can do. Yes. Okay. And the other days, it's you get up and you go to the appointment and you don't even mention that you just fell apart and you just pretend everything's fine and people on the outside don't see that. And those, yeah. those are choices we're all weighing all the time. But when we add in a layer of self-judgment, that's mm. so, so much heavier, so much heavier. It is so much heavier. And, and I do think that it's important we give ourselves, like I said, that grace and that time, you know, yeah. and allow that, allow that this is part of the human experience. It's part of feeling. So it's funny because with, with the loss of the reflex, I keep saying, um, you know, my leg's okay. I can feel when I pinch, I can feel the pain. I think part of life is, can I, we're still feeling and growing as long as we're feeling and growing, we're living. Right. And it, so I hadn't thought about that, but it's true. I, I do check and make sure I'm not numb in my legs. And that, kind of thing. <laughs> that is a, you know, that's a legit concern when you have a herniated disc and, and that. Um, but so, yeah, the fact that we can feel is, is actually a gift. And I think being able to feel and allowing it, not running, allowing it to play out, you know, but feel everything, not try not. And, you know, sometimes that's really hard. Sometimes there are definitely days, please don't misinterpret at all. There are days that I just can't get to that good place. And, you know, I try to write one thing, but I'm glad, grateful that most days I'm able to get there even a little bit. Yeah. And I'm grateful that you were willing to talk with us about it because, because I think that, that we've all had those days when we can't do as much and it's, it's very easy to fall into the judgment piece of that. Um, And so having the compassion and the grace um, is, is an important piece of that. And and we have episodes on those. So I will link to those too in the show notes. (laughs) Um, So if people want to learn more about you and your work, what, what should they do? They can visit familypause.com and they can also follow us on Instagram, Family Pause Official. And I would love that. I would love that. I'm trying to get better about that, promoting that. Family Pause Official. <laughs> okay. I will link all of that in the show notes and hopefully people will find that and start following you on Instagram. Thanks so much for talking with me today, Jen. I really appreciate Thank it. Thank you, Colleen. Thanks for listening to Unleashed at Work and Home. I invite you to come learn more at ColleenPilar.com where you can be steady, be strong, and be long.